You're listening to the Empowered Divorce Podcast, where women support women who have experienced betrayal trauma and abuse and are now facing divorce. Here, you'll learn tools and concepts to help guide your journey from a place of empowerment by trusting yourself and becoming the chooser in your life. I'm your host, Amy Woolsey. Thanks for joining. Hello, hello, my amazing listeners. Thank you for listening today on the Empowered Divorce Podcast. I am excited to talk to you about this whole idea of how divorce is bad and how many women feel like because they're choosing divorce that they are bad. I was talking with a client who had some people that I guess acquaintances and some that she might have considered were friends make comments to her about her decision to divorce. And it it led me to record this episode because the they, first of all, have no idea, right, what she's been experiencing over a 20-something year marriage. And yet they just have this idea that they know. And so they decided to give her some advice and counsel and share their thoughts and opinions about her decision to to divorce. And so I wanted to talk about this because she briefly started to feel bad and started to question like, wait, am I wrong? Am I bad? And look, this lady has done incredible work in her healing journey from betrayal. And and one of the things I'm focusing on in this podcast is divorce because betrayal and infidelity have occurred in the relationship. There are so many reasons to divorce, right? I mean, you think of every divorce that's ever happened, there are a million reasons. But this particular podcast is geared towards those who are divorcing because of betrayal. And the reason why I felt like that needed to be focused on is because it is unique in so many ways. Not only is there healing that needs to happen because of events that happened before the divorce, healing through the just divorce process, but when betrayal has happened, healing, even if you get divorced, still has to happen. There is healing that still needs to be done from the betrayal in the marriage that must be focused on after the divorce. And so there's a little bit different nuances to this. And and those are some of the things that I'm going to be focusing on throughout this podcast. But today, I really wanted to just talk about how divorce is not bad or wrong. And I grew up very in a very cultured religion where divorce was discussed as um, terrible, awful, sinful, destructive, frowned upon. I'd hear people getting divorced and the observation of those around me was that things that they were saying gave me this idea that this was really bad. And now this person that was divorced, gosh, it means their life isn't good anymore. People felt sorry for them. And I heard comments like, oh, that's such a shame. Or poor kids have to suffer because of those parents. All of those things were imprinted on my mind. And thoughts that were offered to me that formed my belief about divorce. And so I believe divorce wasn't an option. And in fact, I remember my first husband and I telling each other divorce isn't an option. And so right from the beginning, there was this idea that because I chose to marry, no matter what I had to live with my choice, which meant that when things get hard, I really had to fight hard to fix things. Now, I wholeheartedly support a marriage and believe that it is 
ordained of God, that when couples practice healthy behaviors and, and create safety in the marriage, in the relationship, then not only does that benefit them as individuals, but it benefits children and society as a whole. I believe the majority of people want to be married and that they truly enter the relationship not thinking that they're going to end up divorced. I believe that I was one of the lucky ones who found the right guy and got married in the right place, so that meant things would turn out right. But things did not turn out like I planned. I grew up having faith that if I did all the right things and repented of all the wrong things, that I'd be happy, that things would be great and God would bless me. But my marriage and life as I knew it were crumbling right before my eyes. I was in an unknown world, feeling lost, confused, and totally unsure about what my future would hold. The kind of things that were happening in my marriage were not considered healthy conflict, meaning conflict that when addressed and worked together on, it actually brought you closer. The more my husband at the time kept secrets about how he was living and what he was doing, the more destructive conflicts arose. But the problem was I didn't know that he was hiding this other life. And so I felt like it was just normal marital conflict and that I just had to work harder at fixing myself. I began believing that I was asking too much, that what I was wanting in a marriage was not reasonable and that I needed to change my expectations. I went to therapist after therapist and spiritual leaders and read every book I could find in Barnes and Noble in the self-help section. I was literally for a time addicted to self-help, like no joke, because I was determined to be good enough and fix enough to not have a broken marriage. As a Christian, I devoured the scriptures and held on to phrases like take the beam out of your own eye. And so I'd focus less on his destructive behavior and having any opinions about it and more about how I was needing to be better and not causing the destructive behavior to begin with. I was not going to be a quitter. That idea that don't quit the marriage. And I knew that marriage was hard. And so I just had to keep trying that, hey, look, marriage takes compromise. It takes work, but it was taking my soul. And once I found out about the betrayal, I was, I, I not only was devastated, but I felt even more convinced that I needed to be better so that he would love me more and never look at porn or cheat again. And so I, I prayed that God would make me better, but now I was praying that God would make him better and that he would change him. And I prayed that God would tell me what to do. And I prayed that I'd have understanding and know what the right thing was to do next. But at one point it just became so much, so destructive and and so overwhelming that I had to walk away. One of my favorite quotes by Frederick Douglass says, I prayed for 20 years, but received no answer until I prayed with my legs. I love that. Now, the message today is for those who are in or have experienced a destructive relationship and you have all but twisted yourself inside and out in order to save that marriage. I want you to know that you needed a life-saving divorce and nothing about that is bad or wrong. That walking away from destruction and towards healing and healthy is exactly what you have the right to do. I feared divorce because I thought it somehow disqualified me from being with God, that I would somehow lose in all of this. My salvation and eternal happiness was at stake. But I have since come to believe that my salvation is mine 
and not tied to anyone else that I made promises to my husband before God and I kept those. So I didn't lose anything. I now believe that when one person in the marriage does not choose to be healthy relationally and creates destruction and unsafe situations and environments that limit growth and thriving as an individual, that it is the right of that individual to get themselves to a place of safety where they can have access to all of their abilities to thrive, just as I believe God would have them. I couldn't do any of that in my marriage anymore. My marriage was not my identity. And yet at that time, I thought it was like, that's how I showed up in my marriage, which is why I felt bad and unworthy when I was choosing divorce. But who we are is completely separate from our marriage. Marriage is two individuals who are having an interdependent relationship. It is not intended for the partners to lose themselves in the other person. So when we identify with marriage, meaning we place our worth and value intrinsically on the condition of that marriage, when we do that, then it makes sense that when the marriage is crumbling or failing, we feel like we're crumbling and failing. But you are not a failure. You are not bad. You chose to take care of yourself. And guess what? That's your right and responsibility. Now, to address those who believe that your divorce is bad or wrong, I actually, I had someone at some point when I was in the divorce process who had no idea what I, what had been happening in my marriage. And what abuse I had experienced. I did a really good job at hiding a lot of what was happening. And in all honesty, a lot of what was happening, I didn't understand how abusive it was until I learned about abuse. But I did a good job at pretending and pretending that everything was okay. But anyways, he had no clue. Yet, and here I was in a different state. I had left and was living with my parents and and he showed up so he flew to my state and he showed up at my church and confronted me and told me that I'm going to regret it, that my kids will always want us back together, that they're never going to be okay with it, that I'm making such a mistake. I was so shook up. And all it's funny now because that was, oh my gosh, years and years ago. And what's funny is that my kids don't regret it. In fact, they tell me they're glad, like especially my daughters who witnessed a lot of the destruction and understand the destruction, like no way are they begging me to get back. It's just so interesting. But that was his thoughts, his perspective, but that was so not helpful. And because of where I was at in my journey, I was so shook up. I felt so threatened. And again, if you have people making comments like this to you about your decision to divorce, here's a tool that I want to offer you today to practice. So Byron Katie says that there are three different types of business, your business, other people's business, and God's business. All you are in charge of or have control over is your business. So what other people think and feel about your decision is none of your business. Now let that just settle for a minute. I remember my coach offering this thought to me and I was kind of mad. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? It is my business, how people think about me. But when you worry about what others are thinking and feeling about your divorce, it creates energy that is weighing down. It's, it's a catabolic energy. It keeps you stuck. 
keeps you in fight mode or victim thinking. It keeps you from being in power over your life and creating the experience you want to have. The focus becomes on trying to make everyone else see things the way that you want them to see it. And this is exhausting, but it's also limiting you in so many ways. So if you are the one who chose divorce, own that decision. Move out of that that place of blame, shame, or self-judgment. Again, thinking thoughts about your divorce that are shame-based or blaming does not empower you. If you choose to divorce, own your choice. You chose it for a reason. My ex would often throw the fact that I chose to divorce in my face. Like he'd go so far as to get right up in my face and be like, you chose this. You did this. And I, I would be so paralyzed and panic would just overcome me. And I feel like I have to explain myself and I'd stumble over my words and I'd be like, well, I tried. I begged, like, you don't understand, like you did. And I would just fumble over responding and I just would panic. And then one day he did that again. He just got right up in my face and was like, you did this, you did this. And something just clicked in me. And I just, I stood up and I was like, hell yeah, I did. You're an addict. You cheated and refused to get help in the way that I needed you to. So yeah, I did. And that was like the first time I stepped into my power and owned my choice. And it felt amazing. It shifted my energy. I no longer felt shame or judged myself, questioned myself, or even blamed him. I made that choice and I owned it. And I felt really good about my choice because I knew why I was choosing it. And I didn't need to explain it to anybody. Nobody could ever know. Not even my parents who I ended up telling them everything and they witnessed a lot of it for themselves. Like even they will never know my experience. My experience is mine. And I don't owe anybody an explanation for what I experienced. And as I've done my healing work and got more clarity around my experience, I saw even more of the reality of what was happening in my marriage which just confirmed even more my decision. That was my business. What he thinks about it, what other people think about it is their business. And I'm sure God has his own thoughts about that. And that's his business. So this week, your practice is to notice whose business you're in. And just remember that your divorce has nothing to do with your So this week, your practice is to just notice whose business you're in, right? Gain more awareness and drop into some curiosity. Like, I wonder, is this my business or is this their business or is this God's business? So another quick example is I was so worried about what my ex was doing or not doing in terms of his impact on my children. And that is God's business. I had to give my children over to God and let him be over how my children are being impacted because I could not control that. So if you don't have control over something, now remember, sometimes we think we have control, but you don't have control over what people think, feel, and do. So get back into your business and notice when you're jumping out of that. Okay. 
Remember, your divorce has nothing to do with your worth or value. You are whole and complete just as you are. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. I will see you next time. Okay, y'all, I have another resource for you. Starting in November, the first Friday of every month, you'll be able to join me in a group coaching session where you can come and get coached around something that you feel stuck in. This is for those of you who are divorced, so come join me. You can find the link to register for that in the show notes. I want to help you see that you are the chooser in your life and have the power to create the life you want. All right, everyone, take care.